I'm Paul. You must be Tommy. Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers gotta hug. <laughs> well, hello everyone, and welcome back to another week of Brotherly Banter. I'm Alex. And I'm Josh. And I want to thank you for tuning in and uh, for uh, sticking with us and uh, hanging out with us. Last week, we covered some really cool content on uh, Christmas songs, specifically. And uh, as promised. Yeah, there uh, was a couple of things that I'd gotten some feedback on that uh-huh. we le- that we left out. Um we didn't we didn't mention the in sync christmas yeah. cd that uh <clears throat> is so also <throat> something we didn't cover that i i was going to also say this um thinking about it now is uh baby it's cold outside controversy uh oh yeah how it's canceled now so yeah. you still hear it ah, they tried yeah. to cancel it <clears throat> but uh anyway so all things Christmas music, we talked about. And Spotify's, Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That didn't make Spotify's top 20, but it is in the Faust top 20. 100%. That's something we'll talk about today is, hey, here's what uh, people, audience, thank you, some of you uh, listening, follow us on Instagram at brotherlybanter underscore podcast. We put out a post yesterday. Um, let's see. Yeah, Sunday. Uh, put out a post saying, hey, you know, comment some of your favorite Christmas uh Christmas movies and um, anyway we got some feedback from some of you from that pulled up an article we'll rank our personal top five to ten whatever we'll talk about a lot I'm gonna Uh, need you to go ahead and take back what you said about my Mary did you know song by the way I don't have a problem with Mary did you know I like Mm -hmm. Mary did you know I'm just saying Mm -hmm. there are some circles (laughs) that have I mean you want to talk about theology let's talk about little drummer boy yeah because because I'm sure the Virgin Mary just had a baby. Lots going on. What she needs right now? I need a snare drum. I need, I need a drum solo. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, anyway. But. I do also want to talk to you. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Before we get into the movies. I want to know your thoughts. Well, so this is, you know, I'm talking about my weekend. Getting right. into my weekend. So I want to ask you, what are your thoughts and everyone else's thoughts on leftovers? Just in general. Some people are like, <laughs> no, not <laughs> I'm not doing leftovers. Ain't happening. <clears throat> Some people will say that it's better the second the second day it's better. <laughs> so I just want to know what what's your uh what are your what are your thoughts on that and then I will tell you what happened? Uh, just my overall thoughts on leftovers are leftovers are good. Um, I think it just depends on what it is. Because there's some stuff like after a day or something, it's just not like, to me, it's probably not going to be as good or not worth it. But like there are some things that like after it sits a couple days, I'm like, this is, you know, of course the whole, you know, everyone acts like they know what they're talking about whenever you talk about it, they're like, you know, just let them, you gotta let them flavors just settle in. You know, I don't know who I'm mimicking right now, but <clears throat> like so so you'd say like <clears throat> you make a pot of spaghetti and some people are like, man, it's definitely any type of spaghetti or pasta is gonna be good. I I get it. Like you you let it sit in 
the juices for 24 hours. Yeah. Okay. So, I guess that's where I'm trying to go. Is 24 hours... Is that is that the time limit, or oh. are you like, man, I, I could go, I could go, two or three, four days, on this food. Now, I, yeah, like you said, there's some things that are certain pasta soups. Like you ain't trying to eat sushi the next no. day. God no. But yeah, pasta soups like hamburgers. <clears throat> um, I'd say I'd have about a three. I'd have a three day limit on a hamburger. A okay. beef patty, it can just kind of, well, just depending on quality of it and how it's cooked, you know, it can it can kind of start to taste weird after about three So, days. um, I, I don't want to sound bougie. I'm not the biggest fan. I will eat leftovers, okay? <clears throat> um, like Thanksgiving, you know, you have that food and, but I'm almost kind of over it at 24 hours. Okay. Because at that point, like if I ate it for lunch one day, I'm probably going to eat it for dinner that day. And then the next day, I'm probably going to eat it for lunch. And then I'm tapped out of whatever it is, soup, spaghetti, whatever. Yeah. I got my fix and I'm moving on. Well, um, <clears throat> I made a pot of taco soup. Mm-hmm. I know my wife is sitting here listening to this, rolling her eyes, okay? But I made a pot of... Uh, taco soup, which I almost prefer over vegetable soup, chili, anyways. And it's super easy to make. You literally just pour the can. You got to brown the meat. That's about it. Pour it all in a pot. Let it come to a bowl, and then that's it. And not only that, but so I made a pot of taco soup. This has been this has been a month ago. Mm-hmm. At least, probably over a month. So Chelsea um, pours it all in a gallon Ziploc bag and freezes it. Mm-hmm. Puts it in the freezer. <clears throat> and the other day, uh, the other day, so was it Saturday or Sunday, I mentioned that hey, since you're going to Walmart, I kind of want taco soup. Won't you get some stuff to make it? She comes back, doesn't have any of the stuff to make taco soup. Instead, pulls out the frozen bag <laughs> from two months ago of taco soup. And she's like, it's fine. It's the same thing. It's not, it, you know, it's not going to taste any different. Um, you know, I froze it. But I'm like, Chelsea, do you know? <laughs> I'm like, do you know how much it costs? To make Chelsea, do you know? <laughs> yeah. Do you know how much it costs to make a pot? Um, and I mean a big pot, <laughs> big, uh, uh, a big, a big pot of taco soup. Probably, I'm gonna say at the most fifteen bucks, and that includes nine or ten dollars that you're paying for ground beef. Okay. Okay. We won't think twice about. Spending thirty bucks at Chick Fil A, <laughs> a couple of times a week. But if I want to make taco soup, we've got to go pull it out of the freezer, <laughs> or it's or it's a waste. I'm like it's an absolute waste. Like I will I will spend fifteen bucks and have a fresh pot of taco soup. Fresh pot, you know. But anyways, I, I, I wanted I'll, to get Holly. I'll, <laughs> 
<laughs> I wanted to get your I wanted to get your input on, on so leftovers. you had a specific it wasn't just I just want to know what your thoughts are on leftovers is hey am I crazy? well that's what sparked the whole thought in my head like okay Josh how do you actually feel about leftovers in your mind and I was like all right well after 24 hours I'm kind of over whatever it is I'm eating yeah but I certainly don't want to box that up freeze it and eat it two months later i mean i guess if it was something i don't know some something some perishable food that i'm just like man i'm never gonna get this in the united states ever you know like i'm gonna freeze it perishable. I, I don't i don't really know but i'm like i'll spend hey i'll tell you what i'll spend 15 dollars tonight that's gonna feed me tonight it's gonna feed me tomorrow at lunch and hey, if I want to put some in a Ziploc and take it to my deer camp in a couple of days, like I'll eat it again, you know. Plot twist but, next Christmas, taco soup. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't want to have it for Halloween and then have it at the beginning of December. Like uh, whatever it is. I don't This is the holiday pot of taco soup. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna use it for Halloween. Yeah. Thanksgiving week when we're at home and Christmas. Yeah, I think she ended up throwing it away. <laughs> finally, um, <laughs> our yeah. semi-annual pot of t- taco <laughs> soup. Um, but I, yeah, I wanted to hear um, hear your thoughts on that. What's funny but, about that is you could actually you could eat it. You could have saved it till next like twenty twenty four and been like, this was literally made in another year. <laughs> True, but I could do that. You could do that the day before. I could do that the day before and have it the next day. Yeah. I'm over it. I've got enough, you know, sodium from that that I'm going to move on for a a couple of months. And then I'm going to pay $15 and make another pot of it. Right. Well, I think it just depends on what it is. Um, I've actually, I've had a soup before frozen and left it over and thawed it out and it was good. And it was more than a couple days. I'm just so I'm not here to hate on you. You know, I'm just telling you my personal experience. So, well, um, that's all I got. But I'll be honest with you. I've also done the thing where I've like gotten meat or something and I've frozen it after it's been cooked. I'm like, yeah, we'll save that, whatever. And then it comes down, you know, it comes time to like really decide if I'm going to eat it or not. And I'm just like, tell you what I I mean, like I do. um, I don't have any problem with. Like, if you go to Sam's or Costco and you get, like, a pack of ribeyes and there's three or four of them in one pack, uh-huh. like, you can cook one and then immediately put the other ones in a Ziploc bag and freeze it mm. immediately. Right. Like, it's, um, and you pay 35 bucks for it and you got four ribeyes, you know, and um, there's no harm, no foul. You take that out of the Ziploc bag, let it thaw out. Like, it's completely, it's still red. It looks like it just came off, you know, just came out of the, the butcher there. Um. But, I mean, even that, I'm not doing it months later. Right. I just feel like that, I don't know, cooked food, whether it's frozen or not, <clears throat> I don't know. Whatever. It's, uh, moving on. Moving on. Um, well, we, uh, we're going to talk about Christmas movies today, and, and here's the thing, Woo-hoo! uh, you're... Um, to also to answer everyone's the picture that I posted on the uh, Instagram page, okay, is just a random picture of a bunch of Christmas movies, of many of which I'm a huge fan of. So, so I, I saw some comments related to that that were 
uh, it made it look like these were me ranking mine. It was really just a, a demonstration of, hey, here's what we're talking about. So, but on that list, I mean, there's Polar Express up there, Nightmare Before Christmas, Grinch, Santa Claus, Elf. You can see down there, Home Alone. So there's some on there, but you're not limited to that. But <clears throat> um, we are going to talk about it. Look, if you go looking for uh, Christmas movies, articles on Christmas movies or anything like that, okay, you're going to find a wide range of opinion. I mean, and here's the thing. I think you kind of do with Christmas songs too, but not as much. Like Christmas movies is a whole different thing. And so we're pretty specific on a lot of the things that that we really like to watch. Um, But I found an article, uh, CNBC, CNBC put it out, and they ranked 10 at these 10, and this was the one oh, I... Don't tell Daddy where you got it from. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I'll say I, I agree pretty much with this. All right, num- ranking number 10, the Santa Claus. Original, number one, 1994. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Classic, can't go wrong with it. I watched the Santa Claus. That's Chelsea's all-time favorite. So we watched it over the weekend. And you know how when you go back and watch movies as an adult that you watched as a kid and you catch up, you catch on things that adults you say, things, yeah. you know, and um, Tim Allen said, so he's, <laughs> so I remember asking my parents as a kid, you know, and he's like, Merry Christmas to all, to all a good night. When I wake up, I'm getting a CAT scan. Like I remember asking my parents as a kid, mom and dad saying, what is a CAT what scan? Is a CAT you know? <laughs> And um, <clears throat> never really got that reference, obviously, you get older. But then I caught a phrase that he said tonight. So he, he just he's just woken up, realized he's Santa Claus. He's in the North Pole. He's talking to this elf, Bernard, you know, and he's calling him all these different names. And he's like, Barabbas, you know, <laughs> Bernard, you know. And he's like, can we uh, catch a direct flight back to reality or do we need to change planes in Denver? <laughs> For whatever reason, man, I, cra- <laughs> I cracked up so hard. Um, but that's just something I, I love I the comment while he's like walking in disbelief in the North Pole. And he's like, he's like, and I will get my attorney. Not as good as my wife's attorney, but we're not going to go there. <laughs> right, right. <clears throat> no. Yeah. He's like yelling at, yelling at Charlie and them as he, you know, it was just a dream. Yeah. Normally I don't wear pajamas. Normally I sleep naked, <laughs> but naked. <laughs> You know, <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> little girl walked by. Mary Catherine. <laughs> Not every night, you know. Oh, gosh. Um, definitely a classic in the foul South. Sitting at number nine, The Holiday. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. The Holiday. Mom always loves to watch The Holiday. Chelsea likes uh, The Holiday. We uh, There's a couple parts on The Holiday where uh, Mom and Dad's dog, Elliot, would, like, freak out. And Mom always thought it was real funny to... Like the little British girls start Yeah, talking. they start... Talking and laughing, and uh, yeah, yeah, he always freaks out, um, for whatever reason. Um, sitting at number eight, Elf, you're talking about a movie that made an impact in the Christmas movie world. Um, I mean, strong impact in no time, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, Will Ferrell kills it in the movie Elf. World mm-hmm. worldwide gross profit of two hundred worldwide. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I did. I, I said worldwide. Um, mm-hmm. Gross profit of two hundred and twenty-five million dollars. <throat> you know honest, that it's I um, thought, thought it would have been more. So it came out in twenty uh, two thousand three. Uh huh. So Elf is twenty years old. Oh man, 
I just never. Didn't register. I don't know. Yeah. So I'll fix my microphone over there. Um, click come off the table. All right, set at number seven. Love actually. I don't know that one. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Like I said, these articles are hit or, hit and miss. Um, number six. It's number six on this list, but it's number one on Jerry's list. Polar Express, mm-hmm. 2004. All right. So, Man, if they had a movie like that when I was a kid. <laughs> it's, all right. So it's something I did want to talk about today is the fact that, all right, so our dad uh, loves the Polar Express. And when we say he loves the Polar Express, he watches it about as much as our kids do. Mm-hmm. Actually, probably more. But I mean, I mean, just randomly. Yeah, no, yeah, not in October, November, maybe June. He's kind of slowly getting himself <laughs> into the Christmas spirit. Well, I figured I might watch it one time in the summer, a couple times between August and Halloween, and then mm-hmm. after Halloween, it's just he just turns it up. Man. Oh yeah, once a week. I mean, you can't. There's not a day in the house. Wow. Not a day. <laughs> not a day in the Faust house. Like he's, 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 oh, yeah, like he's pumped. Like when we come into town with the kids, cause he knows like we're about to just, about no, to we're crank. about to go on a marathon. <laughs> Polar Express. Holy it's shit. a good, it's a good show. It, yeah, it is good. It's a good program. So it was on, it was based on a book. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, they basically wrote like a kid's book about it. Cause we have the book and we read it. Yeah. And it's funny how you can tell that how much stuff that they added to the movie, you know, based off of the book, which I'm sure that's the case in any type of, right, you know, movie based on a book. But <clears throat> that's a good one. It is a good one. Set at number five, a Chris, Jim Carrey's A Christmas Carol. I do like that one. I do like it, too. Out of all the Christmas carols, I like it's, that uh, one. It's pretty good. Um I don't. I think my. I think Augusta doesn't like it because it's just so like quiet and dark and somber. But I don't know. There's just something about that movie that I mm-hmm. I like a lot. I like the story. Uh, sit at number four. Also, Jim Carrey. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Come out with the Grinch too. Apparently, with Jim Carrey. Oh snap! It may have already. I think it's Is actually it already animated? out now. It's not that it's I don't not know. like animated or anything, is it? I don't know. Like you don't see previews for movies anymore. No, yeah, they just happen. I feel like unless you go to the movies, which I haven't been to a movie theater forever. Yeah, well, you got to think about it. Like we should just watch cable TV all the time. So they all, you know, always. But now, so many people don't even watch cable TV. They're yeah, watching a streaming device or something. So there's not like advertisements ads. for other movies. So you really only see it like on your social media page. Mm-hmm. Or something, but that, I think that's where I saw it. Right. Uh, sitting at number three, Home Alone Two, Lost in New York. Better than the first one. Better than the first one. There's very few movie series out there, right? That where the second is better than the first. Uh, this one definitely hits it though. Worldwide, worldwide, gross profit. Why? 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 Three hundred fifty-eight point nine million. Mm-hmm. Woo. So, so I saw a thing the other day, and maybe we already talked about this, how, you know, and I know that Talia Mar used to do a thing where you could watch Harry Potter, mm-hmm. and they had like a symphony that was playing the music, um, 
to the um, to the actual movie, and um, so they do that for Home Alone now. I've been seeing that. I, think, I mean, it's just the first one, but you know, it's the intro music, and then all throughout the movie, you know, um, I'd like to see that. We're being scammed by kidnapped. Guffy, Mo, Leo, little Mo with a gimpy leg. Pony Bob. Cliff. Pony Cliff. Beth. It's, it's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sitting at number two, Home Alone. Hate to spoil one. your trip, Mister Cheapskate. <laughs> uh, so Home Alone, first one sits at number two. Um, yeah. And well, here's the disappointing. Number. I had I had Kevin. Mc- so we watched Home Alone, um, over the weekend as well. Uh-huh. And like all day at church Sunday, I was singing Kevin solo. You know, the Christmas tree, my Christmas tree. <laughs> it took me forever. <laughs> yeah. And Buzz is like, you know, glowing his ears. But it somehow um, it was Kevin's fault. Yeah. Right. Christmas time means laughter. I thought you were meaning his solo in the first one. Um, oh, he's dreaming. No, not that one. The second one. <laughs> uh, and sitting at number one, definitely disagree, The Grinch, 2018 animated version. What? I'm telling you, dude, there wasn't an article that was, uh, you know. Gross. There was a hundred different ones to choose from. Uh, on a lot of the top 20 lists, I saw movies such as, uh, that you know, for me, I'm not sure, you know, are Christmas movies. Uh, like, you know, Die Hard. And the Gremlins. Um, we'll talk about that in just a second for all for all of you who's that's a sensitive topic. Um, on Instagram, a couple of you ranked your own top Christmas movies. All right, my buddy Zach Thrasher, old teammate of mine at Millsaps, go Majors. He ranked his, and you'll see some of these uh, movies also that didn't make that list that would have made others. <coughs> His is uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation number one. Bingo. Uh, and then. Um, Don't throw me down, clock. He's got Home Alone 2, Home Alone 1, Die Hard, and then uh, Elf and Jim Carrey's The Grinch. I can't do the Die Hard thing. But- yeah. So, it's, I mean, so <laughs> shout out to my buddy Corey York. Uh, <clears throat> he, uh, he yapped at me last week about how we need to talk about Christmas movies. And I literally, I called it. I said. You're a big Die Hard as a Christmas movie guy, aren't you? And he was like, I swear by it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and he said his point was, which is kind of funny. I've never heard anyone make this point, is that it's like, it's Home Alone, but the people die. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know what? But here's my thing. I'm not a hater. Hey, if that's your thing, you do you. All right. Um, my buddy Shane Bennett put Nightmare Before Christmas number one. I don't know if that's his all-time number one. That's the... It's on the picture uh, on the profile, so yeah, uh, um, definitely kind of a. Uh, I put I commented it's a sleeper pick. It is a, a kind of a good one that some people like, uh, but don't always think about. Jesse, sis, shout out to Jesse. Hello, Jesse. Jesse Francis Bell coming. <laughs> Jesse ran a half marathon this weekend. Uh, oh, this past gosh. weekend, and. Uh, Two minutes and 35 seconds. <laughs> Two dates. Josh comments in the family group message after she gets done and says, uh, or her time, she put her time was two she, hours. No, she put 13.1 check mark. And then she put. And I said, miles? 
question mark. <laughs> and then she put two, like two thirty-five, meaning two hours and thirty-five minutes. And Josh says, "What? What was your comment? Hours? Like, hours?" Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was like, "No, actually, minutes. She's the fastest. She's faster than most vehicles we have." So I was so. thinking days. Yeah, <laughs> like I could, I could get. I could, I could un- completely understand if it took you two days to run 13.35 days. I could, I'm all about it. <laughs> so, uh, she ranks It's a Wonderful Life number one, which is also my number one. Merry Christmas, everybody. George Bailey. George Bailey. Oh. And a boil on my neck. Old building and lawn. Old building and lawn. What do you want, Mary? You want the moon? I'll give you the moon. Uh, it's a wonderful life at number one. Uh, she put Santa Claus number one. Santa Claus at uh, second on her list. Third, a Christmas story. Is that your number one still, Joshua? It's definitely it's the it's the it's the movie that plays on repeat on Christmas Day. Yeah, Boom. I feel like as I've gotten older, Christmas, the Christmas stories moved up there. Like Santa Claus for me as a kid was that was number top one. Notch. You couldn't tell me Santa Claus wasn't real. Yeah, after watching that movie, like I remember memorizing. Like, you know, the little elf, like, punches in the code to get into the North Pole when they pull yeah. up, you know? <laughs> like, you like looking at it. Like, like Charlie's like, that's the North Pole, that's Dad. You know, he's like, that's the North Pole. That's the North Pole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, <clears throat> like, I remember, you know, it was like 2236 or something to get yeah. into the North Pole. I was like, well, if I ever remember up that way. <laughs> <laughs> you best believe I'm punching in that code. Right. Uh, she but puts... your Christmas story has gotten... Uh, another one. Oh, uh, number four. She puts a preacher's wife. The preacher's wife. Solid in the Faust family. I don't know about mm. all you, but us Faust family. You should go watch it. Uh, Whitney we love Houston. Some Whitney Christmas Houston time. and the preacher's wife. I'll hasten Heart, to his throne. Baby in the manger. <laughs> uh, and then. I love the Lord. <laughs> I will hasten. I, I will hasten. Yeah. There you go. Uh, number five. While you were sleeping, Sandra Bullock. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, that's a good one. So what? So what is your favorite? Uh, my number one is "It's a Wonderful Life." Okay. And uh, my number two is definitely uh, my number two is Santa Claus, the first one. Um, my number three is going to be Home Alone. Two. <laughs> my number four is going to be Christmas Vacation. Number four. Mm-hmm. And then my number five, I'd put Home Alone one. I'd put Christmas Vacation in between my two Home Alones, and that's my top five. I would say I've probably got, from there, it's all pretty close between five and ten on what the next ones would be. I'd put Scrooge on that list. So I thought you were about to miss No, no Scrooge. No. Scrooge is probably next <clears throat> in line. Bill Murray, Scrooge. Um, I, I don't know if I ever sat down and ranked mine. I probably could have for this episode, but it, I didn't. But I tell you what I do do, and it maybe everybody else is the same. What I do do <laughs> is, um, it's like I'll like we'll just go like my number ten movie. I start it early in the in the month of December, mm-hmm. so it's like the one that I, that I like, but I don't have to see yet. Like the it's like the closer and closer I get to Christmas, I want to watch my favorite one. So it's like. A Christmas story. I want to watch Christmas, Christmas, Christmas morning. morning. You yeah, know, for sure. It's a Wonderful Life, Christmas Eve, the Santa Claus. Like I said, we already watched it, but because we have kid or whatever. But um, I feel like the clo- <laughs> the closer and closer I get, 
um, I don't know. I start. I want to watch certain movies, but it's yeah. maybe. But up till Christmas Eve, Christmas, I could really watch any of them in order. But I was gonna say, Scrooged is a number one. It, it's it, it's in my top five. <clears throat> but um, oh, what was I gonna say? Uh, yeah, Christmas Story, Scrooge, Santa Claus. Uh, oh, so I have gotten in a routine of the first one that I watch. Is White Christmas. Oh, look at you. Never watched it growing up. And then it was like on it's like on Netflix. I was like, well, I'm gonna watch this. And sure yeah. enough, I figured out where Bing Crosby and Danny Kay came come from from mm-hmm. Christmas Vacation. Oh, oh, I'm <laughs> dreaming. Yeah. yeah. Um Snow, 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 <laughs> Snow. We, uh, um, Julianne liked it. Like they sit there and watch them. Like you're gonna like, you know, because they sing the whole time, and right. the girl is like, uh, has a waist size of like negative four. <laughs> um, <clears throat> something was wrong with her medically, though. I can't remember her name, but anyways, so I like to watch that one uh, right yeah. out of the gate. I'd put uh, <clears throat> I put Scrooge there. I'd put probably the Grinch number seven. Uh, I'd put Polar Express. I'd put Polar Express in my top ten. Yeah. I might put it in the 10. My buddy Dylan Hambick, shout out to my man Dylan, comments and says, if Polar Express is in your top 30, you got to leave. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> a little aggressive there, Dill. All right. Do you have kids? He does. He has a daughter. Hmm. Well, a daughter don't show it to her. Don't. <laughs> um, She'll be addicted. Yeah, because right. you'll have it memorized just like we do. What about um, Miracle on 34th Street? I feel like that was another one that they did good with the remake. With the remake. I agree. It's not really on my list because I I say Grinch, I would probably say, you know what, I lied. I'd put Elf and then Grinch. And so I've got spot for one more in between that and Polar Express in my top ten. And ten. <laughs> ten. All right, here, before we do that, what? I'll put The Preacher's Wife. I like that one. That's good. If Luke Bryan had a Christmas movie, what would, <laughs> what would it be called, and what would be the what would be like the if plot? he starred in a Christmas movie? <laughs> what would be the plot? It'd be a Hallmark Christmas movie for sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. It would be it would be the most original <laughs> country Christmas in Georgia. There you go. <laughs> That's it. Red dirt and red suits, baby. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Something like that. I'm dreaming of a Georgia Christmas. There you go. That's it. A little red truck hauling a Christmas tree. <laughs> I got my red truck in my, my tree in the back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he, you end the movie with him singing, you know, he's a concert or something. Yeah. I'm sick. <laughs> The whole movie, I'm sick as a dog. <laughs> and then it's a Christmas miracle I can sing. <laughs> I'm dreaming. So that's how it. <laughs> Santa Claus, shake it for me. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, good old Luke. Man, how about it? Surely uh, we're going to get him on the show. Yeah, we've got, he's got to, he's got to tune in at some point. Uh, your, your man, JJ. Uh, said Ackerman's in the Grinch, and I just said that Ackerman's greater than Whoville. 
The Grinch is in Ackerman. Yeah. Or sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, the Grinch is in Ackerman. Zoo so is referring to me. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> um He's from uh, Ireland. They don't even celebrate Christmas oh over my there. Gosh, get that out of here. Bunch of anyway. <laughs> what would uh what would you say is some other ones you could see in your top ten? So I mean, I think we've pretty much listed all of the movies that I watch. But, <clears throat> so, you know how some people say, that, all right, well, um, the Die Hard thing, like, it's a Christmas movie, but it's not a Christmas movie, or I associate it with Christmas now. I tell you what has jumped up for me that's not really a Christmas movie, but I like to watch it at Christmas time. And what is that? Harry Potter. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. That is definitely on that list of it's not Christmas movie, but it makes me it reminds me of Christmas. Right? So, like I, I don't I don't know why, but um just trendy. like maybe it's just my wife like loves Harry Potter and we sat down and watched them one time when she was sick and this is before we were married and um I don't think I ever even watched all the movies. Yeah. And then we went we went to the Universal Studios deal, saw that whole thing, you know, several years ago. And, <clears throat> um, but yeah, like I like to watch Harry Potter around Christmas time. Oh, uh, one of my, I buddies. know there's some Harry Potter haters in here. Oh, yeah. But if you like to watch Die Hard and Bruce Willis in an 80s action film <laughs> at Christmas time, <laughs> you can't be hating on me. Watch, want to watch Harry Potter. Yeah. All right. Uh, one of my buddies, Jordan. Uh, messaged and said that uh, Four Christmases was his favorite. That's a good one. <laughs> that is a good one. That is fun. <laughs> that, that's that's pretty good there. <clears throat> He's a very funny guy. Yeah. Very funny Orlando. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, but... Uh, that, that dude that was like his buddy in high school and he was like dating his mom. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I'm not trying to be your dad. <laughs> I know. You're my best friend for 13 years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so, uh, but anyway, I want to thank everybody for and giving in your feedback. I want to do that more and hear from y'all on different. Uh, it's a blue ball. <laughs> different shows you like to watch. One too many. Uh, on Christmas. One too many. Um, but, uh, but anyway, so uh, as we kind of. Um, I mean, this is probably, uh, this might be our last Christmas episode, but um, we might have some surprise content coming up Christmas weekend. Who knows? Next week. I mean, who knows? Maybe Jerry will join us. Uh, I promised Jesse that she needs to be on an episode or two. So uh, that's kind of what we're hoping to do. Uh, we do want to kind of close up talking about a couple things, sports. I didn't take a ton of notes, but um, anything, uh, hitting in sports that uh, you want to cover before we dip out. Um, no, I mean, the Rebs are we're hitting the transfer portal pretty hard. I do know that. Yeah. We got some transfer people, quarterbacks that are finding finding homes. Vanderbilt leads the SEC in transfer portal. Guys, guys who've entered it at mm. 17. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> we're down low. It's Alabama at three. Um, the next one is six. Who I forgot it was, and then we're at seven. So I feel like the NCAA has to. We got to do something about the Dude, transfer it's, portal, it's, man. Well, I think you need to put a limit on how many times you can transfer. 
I think you can only enter the portal like let's say two times or whatever. I think that's gonna fix it. I hey, because I think that's a quick fix right there. In my opinion, because if you can only do it twice, that means uh, you can only do it twice, or you you have to sit out a year. You know, but you know the old rules, you have to sit Mm -hmm. out a year. I think you you do that or something like that, and Mm -hmm. it make guys it makes guys make better decisions the first time they want to transfer or whatever, and it's like okay, I transferred once. This isn't working out. I've got one more opportunity to transfer again, and after that, it's like, come on, man. Yeah, but like, I feel like it. But that that will also, I don't know. I would say make the player commit. That's what I'm saying. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, like I said, we're, we're, they're trying to make it so much like the NFL. Which don't get me wrong, the NFL is is great. You know, they they've got it figured out and all. But the problem is, is so you have NIL and the portal at the same time. So it's like, well, I'm going to go where I can get the most money. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm going to do that as many times as I want to. All right, well, do these kids still get this NIL money that they got from this other school that now they're transferring? Does that that's, void the contract? Like that's, that's been the, the the issue, right? So the way I think that you would fix that would be number yeah, like you 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 can transfer one time with no penalty. Like if you're unhappy here or you've been here for a couple of years, you've been riding the bench, you want to hit the portal. Like I, I'm all about that, and like I said, I I still think that helped level the playing field for. Your smaller schools that don't have, you know, 35 stars, you still have that available. But because, I mean, it's not NIL that's running the whole thing because NIL has always been there. Yeah. It's always been there. It's always, but I mean, it's under the table or has been under the table, but the NIL really and truly has always been there. Now, getting deals with, you know, big brands, you know, Dr. Pepper and all this kind of stuff, you know, for a Heisman winner and all this stuff now. Yeah. But, but I mean, as far as like, you know, some cash here, cash here. But for kids to just trans, I think I think the portal would, um, yeah, figuring something out with the portal, man, has to be, yeah, got to do something. It's right. definitely got to be up there. Um, but yeah, there have been some coaching moves. Manny Diaz to Duke, uh, yeah, saw that. Um, Willie Fritz to Houston. Mm-hmm. Tulane hires was that was that John Summerall guy was he there was he at Tulane and they just promoted him I don't know um but uh so a lot of moving around um on that front and uh but yeah things are just rolling and uh Florida State there's a rumor that they're oh it's it's I think it's very much rumor and hearsay but that they're like there's just rumor floating around that they might boycott their bowl game and not show up for it against Georgia and just claim themselves. <clears throat> you think and that's so, going to help anything? Like it's no, not- that's going to make everyone go, okay, you proved our point. You didn't want to face Georgia. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think Colin Cowherd put it pretty simply. He was like, this travesty is the fact that you're about to get beat 38-7 to by Georgia. <laughs> yeah. Like, anyway, I, I don't know. Um, listen, I, I, listen. I sympathize with Florida State fans out there. I yeah. get it because if that would have happened to Ole Miss, I, I would have burned my house down, mm. and then I would have, well, I would have gotten everybody out. But <laughs> let's just say I would have burned Oxford down. Let's just logically think about how we're going to burn our house, <laughs> house down. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, for everybody real though, because I mean first, that's that's so like, and especially for I mean, saying like a team like Ole Miss that right, we hadn't been. In that stage, from a, a football perspective, in several decades, Florida State has won a national championship in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, in in my adult lifetime. So, uh, 
I don't know, man, but I, I, I definitely sympathize with them. But now you're kind of, you know, you're not helping your case at all of why we should be there and or why we're not there and why Alabama is. You know what I mean? I ain't heard nothing out of Georgia. Not a I mean, Georgia's still a top four team, in my opinion, and could beat everybody that's there, including Alabama, if they yeah, played them again. if they played them again, yeah. I you know that. what I'm saying? Like, I, I, and, and you ain't heard nothing from them. You ain't heard, you ain't heard, you know, nothing out of Kirby Smart. I mean, they've had him in the media um, some, but I ain't heard him once say that, oh, well, we're just going to boycott. You know, we lost one time. In to, the last 29. In our, in our conference championship. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think that's after being number one every week throughout the year, except what two weeks where Ohio State was a joke that they got to number one anyway. Yeah. Um, whatever, man. Well, I think that's what a lot of sports writers are kind of saying. It's just like, look, man, at the end of the day, like you, you can't, I mean, you can make all the arguments in the world, but. They're showing it in here is that like Georgia should be really mad. You know they should be mad that they've won twenty nine straight games or whatever it was, and they lose a conference championship, and it boots them completely out oh, yeah. from one. Oh, I agree to six. I one hundred percent agree. Because um, <clears throat> anyway. see, Alabama moved; they were at eight, and they moved to four. That's four spots. Did Georgia go from? They went from one to six because four state was five, so they moved five spots. Yeah. Five spots. Four State moves one. That's the first game they've lost in, what did you say, 20-something games or yeah. something, you know. So. And now they're just not even in there. Yeah. So, like, um, it's crazy. definitely don't have um, – you know, I, I think Georgia's showing what type of program they want to be by not being so infested in the media and just mm-hmm. hopefully showing up to the Orange Bowl, taking care of business. So 100% agree. We going to see. Uh, but just know that um, Florida State does show up for that game. Yeah. It's going to be bad. It will be. <laughs> it will be very bad. Sorry, bud. Because uh, Georgia's uh, – they're not going to take it out in the media. They're going to take it out on that football field. Mm-hmm. And um, Godspeed. Yeah. Well, um, well, everybody, we want to thank you for uh, listening in today. Christmas Watch kiss instead of talking out of death. And uh, – <laughs> Um, hey, hey, (laughs) um, we are gonna hopefully maybe have some more Christmas content coming up. Be looking out on social media on Instagram. If you haven't followed us yet, do that for any updates regarding that. Um, and what, uh, what this weekend might look like or not this weekend, excuse me. Uh, but uh, in a couple weekends. So, um, anyway, but yeah, thank you guys for, for tuning in with us. And, uh, and yeah, Josh, you got any closing inspiration? I do not. If we do not do another episode until after Christmas, everyone have a safe and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, and, uh, we'll definitely put something out there, but yeah. Um, Jesus is the reason for the season. He is, uh, Jesus Christ is Lord. Uh, it's brought to you by Pap's Place of Ackerman. Mm-hmm. Mississippi. And um <clears throat> anyway, but yeah, y'all uh have a great time. Spend some time with your family, get some good presents, reflect on baby Jesus. And uh anyway, we'll uh 
See you back here. Eight pounds, six ounce, newborn (laughs) infant Jesus. Uh, We'll see you back on here uh, on Brotherly Banter. See ya. See ya. Ah!